Hello everyone and welcome to Ashley Speaks Up. This week we are going to discuss trust, when it is built up, broken, and rebuilt again. I'm sure this is a topic that a lot of people can relate to, whether you know someone with addiction or not. So let's get into it. My name is Ashley and my partner is in recovery for addiction. It's hard to find others like myself, but we're out there with a story to be heard. This is mine and this is Ashley Speaks Up. All right, guys, as I mentioned, we will be discussing trust this week. I don't know if you saw my blog post yet for the week, but the picture I used was a quote by Marilyn Monroe. The quote says, I believe that everything happens for a reason. People change so that you can learn to let go. Things go wrong so that you can appreciate them when they're right. You believe lies so that you eventually learn to trust no one but yourself. And sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. And I really like the meaning behind this quote because I know that both gratitude and acceptance are good characteristics to practice. But while I don't agree with how it's worded necessarily, I especially like the part where she says, you eventually learn to trust no one but yourself. Now, I don't believe that you shouldn't trust anyone. I think that's a little too far away from the primary focus. There's nothing wrong with trusting other people. The main focus here is to trust yourself. And from there, of course you can trust others. It's just all in the way you go about it. I recently saw a post on Twitter that I feel applies to our situation in loving someone with addiction. It was made by someone who identifies as an alcoholic, and they were asking how they can establish trust again between themselves and their family members and friends. And I'm going to guess that, like me, you may also struggle with the whole idea of trust surrounding your relationship. And I say relationship, but I mean any kind, not just the one between partners. It could be the relationship between parent and child, between siblings, between friends, anything. Trust can take a very long time to establish in the first place, but it can be broken and destroyed in a fraction of that time. Of course, yes, sometimes it can be disintegrated over time by repeated offenses, but it can also completely disappear in an instant. Like for me, there were times in the past where I thought things were beginning to turn around and I had a toe in the water of starting to have hope again, but then something would happen where it would fall apart. Some reasons are obvious, like when it was clear what was going on and I knew it because he told me. But sometimes it was because of me taking on the role of detective, where I would look for things with the sole intent of finding something that would prove whatever thoughts or beliefs I had going on in my head about how he was doing. And sometimes I would find stuff, sometimes I wouldn't. And the funny thing is, sometimes the stuff I found wasn't even weird. I would just twist it in my head to fit the narrative. Like energy drinks. What's wrong with an energy drink? Like I didn't even find it, so to speak. I just noticed he had drank one on the way home from work one day, and I was like, that's it. Why is he so tired? He's using it to stay awake because he took something. You know, not at all due to the fact that he worked all day and drove over an hour to come home. Not that at all. Other times my trust would be challenged in the past was when things would just happen. And because I didn't like it, it meant that I was just going to be upset and things were never going to get better. Like, say when he didn't follow the recovery path that I thought he should, or if he didn't have exactly the same goals or aspirations for the future as I did. If we don't think exactly the same way, how can I trust him to keep track of anything or make sure we are both working towards the same thing? Oh look, he spent more money than I would. He just doesn't care about anything, does he? Before we move on, I think it's helpful to define trust from its actual dictionary definition so we can see what it means in its essence. Trust. The firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. 
Now, yes, I will say that to trust someone in active addiction is a delicate game that most people don't want to play. And believe me, I get you. When they are actively using, you aren't dealing with the same person. This person has a whole other agenda. You can't believe anything they say to a point, and it can be unnerving and scary and worrisome, and all kinds of other words that I'm sure you can fill in. But let's go a little past that. You know, to the person inside. If you know me, you know that I'm not sappy or emotional, so I'm not going down that way to get metaphorical. But I really mean this in a sense. I'm going to assume again that, like me, you are with this person or still have this person in your life for a reason. A reason that goes beyond just being related or in a relationship. You are still willing to associate with them because you kind of like them, right? You love them. You see the person they are when they aren't using. You like them for who they are under the addiction. And when they are in that state, they add value to your life, right? You have memories. You have an idea of the future. You miss them when they're gone. You want the best for them. You care about their safety, health, and well-being. Whatever feelings you have about them that maybe you keep hidden away sometimes. You see where I'm going with this, right? When it comes to trust, I don't see it as... I trust that you will never, ever in your whole life ever pick up anything even close to resembling a drug, and that you will prove to me every day that you are doing exactly what I need from you to feel comfortable, and then maybe I will hold this trust in you over your head to see if you deserve it. Although, I'll be honest, I did see it as that for a period of time. I thought that the only way for me to feel comfortable was to have him do exactly what I said or envisioned he would do. And when that didn't happen because, let's face it, it never would because of how ridiculous that was, I would go right back down into my feelings of fear and worry, and I would resent him for doing that to me. And that's not healthy at all. I see the whole idea of trust now as, I trust in myself, and I trust that I will be able to handle things as they happen. I trust that I will be able to make the right decision, and I trust that I will be able to carry out that decision. I trust that you are the person I know you to be, and that you will do what is right for you to ensure that you stay this person through your own recovery methods. I trust that we have this understanding and that we are both responsible for our own recovery in order to move forward. That means that you don't keep track of how many meetings they went to this week or go to meetings with them. If you want to and you have the agreement with them, that's fine, but that's not what I'm talking about here. It also means that you don't need to check in with their sponsor or repeatedly check in with them on what step they're on or if they're even doing the steps at all. That's none of your business. It doesn't really matter to you and it has nothing to do with you really at all. What should matter to you and what does have to do with you is your own work on your own recovery because as we've established, we aren't perfect and need to do some hard work just as much as they do. You need to grow that faith and hope that no matter what happens, you've got this under control and no one has to prove anything to you. As time goes on and you do the work on yourself and process those feelings and emotions like you need to, you'll be so confident in yourself that no matter what happens, you are sure that both of you are doing just fine and things will stay that way because you got the assurance in yourself to back it up. You won't need to play detective or get all wound up over trivial things because your mind won't even go there anymore. I don't know if you've noticed it yet, but there's a theme to all this, and this whole perspective on trust fits right into it. The goal of these life experiences aren't to collect them all and use them as ways to feel bad about yourself or keep you stuck. No one wants to see your badge of codependency or watch you flash your victimhood club card. And even if someone did want to compare stories to see who's got it worse, is that really something you want to do? The goal is to learn from them. 
Use them to learn about yourself and the world around you and become a better person as a result. Go through the happy times and enjoy them, but also go through the less than ideal times and find out more about yourself and what you can survive with a better mindset and more tools to help whoever needs it. This is what will build you up, little by little, into becoming that person that is unwavering and strong and who knows that no matter what comes their way, they'll be just fine. You gotta honor the experiences, trust the process, and instead of looking at your partner or loved one as someone who needs to be seen if they're checking some imaginary box, see them as a person who is struggling and doing what they can to survive, even if it isn't what you want them to do, or someone who is doing their best to move forward, even if it isn't how you would do it. And I know, what they are doing sometimes is not always ideal or healthy, but once you can empathize, turn the focus back on yourself, do what you need to do for yourself, and be supportive in a way that works for the benefit of both of your recovery, then things will get a lot easier and trust will follow naturally as a result. So, can you trust me on that? Well guys, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week and keep an eye on our social media pages to find out what we'll be discussing. Also, subscribe to the show and the blog at ashleyspeaksup.com. See you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll leave you with this quote. This quote I used on my video earlier in the week, and I really like how it ties into the theme of the topic. Again, I don't know if you saw that video, but I'm not the best at pronouncing this, but it's by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, and he says, Just trust yourself, then you will know how to live. <laughs>